Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Eternal Champions. I am your shaper and host, Treasonous Truths, and joining me today, we have the champion, Captain Darnam Han, played by our very own Dr. Vanish. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. And we're also joined today by our very own hero of chaos, Valak, played by our very own Daddy Sins. Yo, what's up, everyone? Let's do this, and it's Morbin time. Damn it, Morbin. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, we are down one Ernie tonight. Uh, He had a family emergency that he had to uh, attend to. But uh, everyone, be sure to send Ernie all your, your love on Twitter at Chaos Malice and be be sure to send him good vibes, but also send him your favorite gif of either Lollipop Guild members or Oompa Loompas from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. So, uh, with that being said, uh, if Michael, you want to be nice, send him some big booty Latina chicks. Midget, nice. midget big booty yeah, Latina chicks, especially. Um, yes, don't, don't forget his don't forget his favorite game in the Final Fantasy franchise, Chrono oh. Cross. You know, send him. Oh, that's a classic. <laughs> yes. Yes. Look, don't, look, tell him I tell tell him the doctor said it. <laughs> <laughs> and also send your his favorite GIF of any event in Chrono Cross, um, his favorite Final Fantasy game. But with that being said, uh, Michael Gelfie Studios produced tonight's background music. If you enjoyed the music you heard and want to add similar tracks to your live play podcast or introduce an element to your game with friends and family, you can acquire these tracks at michaelgelfie.bandcamp.com. That's michaelgelfie.bandcamp.com. I hope you enjoy. Now. On with the show. Eternal champions united to defend. Eternal champions, they've worn the fateful end. Joining forces to combat the godlike enemy. Eternal champions, rewriting destiny. Last time on Eternal Champions. <clears throat> After investigating the murder scene of King Aeon Leifel, the party splits up with Darnum and Mirthal working on a way to find and recover Aster. Meanwhile, Valak attempts to understand understand the strange poem left behind by their wayward companion and why he committed regicide, only to discover that ancient forces are involved whose reckoning once devastated the realm of Zenosha. Eventually, the party reunites and continues in their pursuit of the crown of sin and bound to the sunken penitentiary. And that is where we will pick up. The floor is yours, gentlemen. Well, this this has got to be where the next uh, uh, fallen champion is, right? I suppose so. <sighs> um, just got to figure out... Well... What I'll do, Shaper, I'll pop the eyes of creation. Mm-hmm. I'll see if there's anything lingering in the dis- off of the distance or nearby that we should keep an eye out for before we start making our journey forward. So where you guys bounded to was pretty much the entrance, and there is a half-collapsed wrought iron gate that has been overtaken by a variety of different sea life, whether it be remnants of dead coral or barnacles that have clung to the the metallic frame of this gate and going forward with your eyes of creation you don't see anything hidden like any sort of invisible creatures of any kind but you do see what looks like a lot of various different energy signatures associated with the aspects uh, particularly Fontis in particular alright I'll say Bella can you pay attention you see Darm just giving the place the once over giving a quick scan 
Yep. All right, so we can be careful, but let's let's get this done. Yeah, let's be careful. There might be some uh some weird uh sneak creatures, maybe. I don't know. You can hold your breath, right? <laughs> you ever you ever, you ever fight a giant squid before? You'll see Darum stop for a second. Considering some of the things we have fought, I don't know if they count. <laughs> uh, giant squid in particular, no, but it's up to you, Darnum. Have you ever fought a giant squid in your past? I mean, you did grow up in Rock Springs, technically, and there is a thing in Rock Springs where they have to hunt a particular sea leviathan of some sort. You know what? But that's usually kind of like a bragging right, if anything, not like an actual mandatory thing. You know, I looked for one. Never found it, though. If we find one, I'm gonna chop it up. I hope you like some fish later. <laughs> or so, technically squid, I guess. So, Darnum, you would know this creature known as the Shalron. The Shalron, yes. yes. One day I will catch it. Or punch it in the face, I'm not really sure how it's gonna go when I catch up to this thing, but rest assured. You know what, that's neither here nor there. Let's, uh... Yeah. Let's, uh, I guess, let's, let's, let's be careful. Let's go inside. Okay. So are you proceeding forward into the penitentiary, as it were? Yes. Okay. As you journey in, you make your way about 30 feet in before you are presented what looks like a fork in the path. You have one path that leads left and one path that re- leads right. Ah, uh, it's always a fork in the road. Alright, I'll see, you know, I'll see if I can, tr- if I can <clears throat> suss out any kind of, uh, tracks, any kind of, like, traffic, any way that can t- denote which way might have more activity. Give me a survival roll. Survival? That's gonna be... Oh, uh, that's not great, that's 11. 11? Nothing that you that you can per se recognize as a species that you know of, but you do notice tracks. They're they're quite evident, and or quite apparent, I should say. And one of those tracks in particular happens to look like a almost like a four. Like it has three digits up front and one like digit in the back, and it's webbed. And you see roughly about four pairs of them going off into the left. I got some. I got some. Some foot traffic here. Some sort of web creature heading off in the left. Web creature? You mean like a like a like a spider or something? No, more like. Hmm. Well, Imagine if you combined a velociraptor with a duck. There we go. It's <laughs> funny. You, you combine a velociraptor with a duck. It'd be a lot like that. <laughs> <laughs> Give. Uh, let me. Let me see. Uh, Valk is gonna. Uh, He's going to put one knee in the ground and uh, try to uh, examine the ground. Okay, so are you looking at... survival check. Okay, give me a survival check. What are you trying to look exactly for? Uh, Tracks and scents of other creatures. Okay, go on. Uh, 15 plus 9, so 24. Okay. So you look at this track that was pointed out by Darnum, and because of such, the, the score was reduced a little bit. But the scent that you pick up is very sea 
oriented. It, you, you get this briny aroma, but also it's kind of laced with almost like fish that has kind of been left out in the sun just a little too long. It smells fishy. Get it? <laughs> I, I, I get it. Which, then again, if it smells fishy, we should, if we find it, we probably shouldn't eat it. I mean, yeah, that's true. We should probably just go left then. It seems like that's where all the potential action should be. All right. If we're lucky, we'll find our we'll find our fallen champion and not just whoever happens to live here. You could say we might be able to see him. Get it? All right, we could just continue on, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> you see, Darren just kind of stay like you know that look where you want to laugh because your friend said something and you know, they think it's funny, but you just I I, I can't give it to him. So, <laughs> so, uh, god damn it! Um, are you guys trying to be stealthy, or are you just going whatever? He's just going, just going. Yeah, what going. about you, Darnum? You know, I'll try. I'll say, considering that Valak isn't being stealthy, I was like, you know what? I'll walk at. A, I'll walk at a normal. I won't make. I won't be intentionally trying to make noise, but I'll walk at a normal pace. Okay. All right. So no rolls in. Uh, okay. So as you're pursuing this path, you, you travel a little further, probably about another 40. You guys went left, right? Yes. Okay, yes. Just making sure. Um, as you travel down this path, immediately on your right, it's something that you notice. It looks like the carcass of some sort of seafaring creature. Uh, there's no flesh remaining, just pretty much its rib cage arcing, almost like in the Lion King in the Elephant Graveyard. Oh. Now, now how large is it, like, in that, in that same similar scale, like... A large uh, carcass, or just just a carcass. It, it's it's pretty much its rib cage is kind of like the only thing that kind of remains. Everything else is kind of either been degraded or no longer there. Uh, I would say the way that they are, if you were to go, you would have to duck to get into it. So you being seven four, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yes. Uh, six feet, roughly. Squat down for this one. Uh, do you mind? And I'll look over to the back. Do you mind look, look, keeping it, keeping an eye out for me for a second? Why are you bending down? Just uh, just let's just break our way through. It's just more fun. Well, true, but you know there could be something waiting in the wings for us to make a lot of noise. You're not wrong. What is this? He's he's gonna. He's gonna he's gonna tap on the on the ribcage. See how see how strong it is. When you say tap, how like how hard are you tapping? Like like tap 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 or yeah, a valic tap, which is not light. <laughs> like uh, you got it. So so give me an attack roll then, if that's the case. Okay. Swear, if you roll a natural one, I'm gonna laugh. <laughs> no. Uh, where is just a good old fashioned? Uh, there we go. Uh, 19. 19? Yeah. Valak says he's just going to tap it, and then he just punches it straight up, just like cold clocks the, the rib. You see the rib begin to splinter a little bit and fracture. Oh. Well, well hmm. All right. That, that's, it's, you could tell it's probably been here a while, then, if it broke that easily. Or, you know, these muscles, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are your passive perceptions, by the way, gentlemen? Passive perception is... Uh, 14. 19. Both of you, 19? I 14. 14. In the distance, 
Valak, you hear... Like, very, very off in the distance. See, Valak's ears are, are perking. I hear something. It sounded weird, though. Wait, what did it sound like? Like, blub, 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 blub. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see Donham, like, instinctively try not to giggle, but... The... That's not a sound like... You, you can laugh. That's the best way I can think about it. No, it's not, it, I just never thought I'd hear you make that sound. But all right. Um, huh. what, I was going to make some sound, whatever it is. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Shaper, yes. from Valak's description, would I have an idea of what that could be? <sighs> like, if I can't figure it out, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I, sorry, no, this is such a, such a, such a, like, vague description, bubble, bubble, bubble. Um, yeah, sorry, from what he described, which is not much, very scant information, you can't figure out what it is, unfortunately. Uh, hmm. I can't, can't, can't give you an idea what it, what that could be, but, um, do you know which way it came from? Uh, it came from further ahead, so we mm-hmm. should just, uh be careful. I mean, it should be careful because Valak's walking here, but, you know. You know, you might luck out it could be a helpful guide of some sort. Or just something that you can have for food later. Yeah. Who knows? Or, like, you know, you know, a couple trying to be, get married here somehow, but anyway, <laughs> uh, keep going. <laughs> Translates, I do. I do. No. <laughs> I just hope that someone not trying to, not trying to have wedded bliss are you folks continuing forward? Yes. Okay. As you continue forward past this, the carcass, you venture further into the sunken penitentiary. Okay. So as you venture further into the sunken penitentiary, you begin to now see that the natural cave formation of the walls starts to be replaced with brick. Um, on your left and your right and alternating sides. So you have one cell here, then a gap. Then on the other side, on the left, the other side is a cell gap in an, and so forth going on for probably about another 60 feet. The place is not lit with any torchlight whatsoever. And judging by the, the tide line, it seems like the tide likes to ride, eb, like go, the ebb of the tide goes back and forth, and it winds up partially flooding this room. But for now, it seems like you guys managed to serendipitously arrive during a low tide moment. Okay. Well, I could. Uh, Darnum, I mean, I could see in the dark. Are you good? Oh, I'm good too. Okay. You see Darnum's eyes kind of flash up. Flash up. Damn, I gotta, I gotta rewatch Pitch Black. Silver, I'm guessing, is the color. Like and you said that these cells, are, are you talking about like, like prison or jail cells? Or? Yep, jail cells. Prison cells, any sort of cell in general to detain a, well, prisoner. This place is referred to as the sunken penitentiary. And you said there are six of them? No, it goes up for oh, 60 okay. feet, and they're all the way up until the end. There are cells alternating on each side. I guess while we're walking, we'll also take a glance. I'll start, uh, uh, Dardum, you want to just check the rights? I'll check the left to see if we see anything in these cells sure. while we're walking. See, does it, 
hope, ideally, considering where we are, we should be fighting maybe skeletons, maybe a corpse. Nothing should. We you know, hopefully nothing's living in here. But you know, <laughs> you think we might find a prisoner? <laughs> I mean, it, it would be a dilemma if we didn't. But no, sorry. <clears throat> so as you continue to proceed and you're looking through these cells, you do notice, yes, as you stated before, Darnum, they are filled with variety of skeletal remains. But there are some that are filled with corpses that look like they have some sort of eviscerating marks on them and what look like bite marks as well. Okay, so I'll look at some... uh, If I can find a mostly intact one, I'll see if I can try and suss out if these are recent recent injuries or or, or relatively recent injuries, I'll say. Okay. Um, Are you willing to enter into one of the cells? Oh, yeah. Okay. The door opens. It... You step into the cell, you look at one of the corpses that looks fresh-ist amongst them. Uh, give me a medicine roll if you want to determine the exact uh, time of death or so forth. How about you, Valak, while he's doing that, what are you doing? Um, I'll see if I could, uh, were there any on the left side? Yeah, there, there are cells on both left and right. No, I meant like, of any, like, uh, besides like dead, dead creatures or any dead type of persons. Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> he'll also check one out too. Okay. Are you going to follow Darnum into his cell or a separate cell? A separate cell. Okay. You enter into a separate cell on the other side, opposite of his, and you find a corpse that is you can tell has been dead for at least a, a while. How long? You'd have to do a medicine roll to see. Okay, I'll do a medicine roll. Okay. And what'd you get, Darnum? Uh, Twenty-three. Twenty-three. You can tell this. This corpse, in general, has been dead based off of the markings on the body. Has been dead for at least about a week. Oh. Yeah. So, not super fresh, but fresh enough compared to the bones that have been littering the cell. And it doesn't seem like they bother to clean the cells either. It's like, once they're done with a corpse, they just leave the bones there and then just keep piling them in. And there are a collection of bones in there from a variety of different races. I don't know about you, Valak, but I got one here. At least I would say, if we're lucky, at least a week old. But yeah, they don't. I don't think maintenance is high up on their list of priorities. And Valak, what did you roll? A twelve. Twelve. With a twelve, it's kind of hard to determine how long it's been here. At least more than a week, because the skin is starting to turn blue, and it's it's starting to. It, if you actually look at the skin, it kind of has that look where the skin starts to become a little trans... It's decayed enough where the skin's kind of translucent, and you can see the veins going along its body that have all turned into, like, either a blue or blackish color. I want to check the corpse. you got any pockets. <laughs> Give me an investigation roll. <laughs> he probably doesn't. He's a prisoner, but... Or he or she, but let's see. Run them, run them pockets, son. Yeah, ooh, investigation. Yeah. Oh, it's a plus one. Dirty 20, then. Okay. Dirty 20? What remains of this individual's clothing, right, which isn't much, uh, looks like there's nothing on him, if that makes sense, unless you want to take the tattered remains of his clothes. It looks like the clothes, but what you do notice is that the clothes look like they were torn off of him. And, uh, but you hear Darnum say what he said in the distance. Well, it looks like whoever the, uh, is in charge of this prison wasn't uh, wasn't so nice. Couldn't at least give him clean clothes. His clothes are ripped too. 
There's just nothing here. I would say, Shaver, did we get any info on the kinds of the kinds of uh, people that were sent to this penitentiary? <clears throat> Unfortunately, no. You never asked who were sent to this penitentiary. You just know that the fallen champion Thylin, uh, former champion of Fontis, was who you would find here at the end of your journey. Okay, I see. Well, you know what? There's no accounting for the kinds of uh, the kinds of uh, kinds of clientele that are brought to this place. We can only imagine that if you if you were placed here like this, you you had you would have had to deserve the treatment. Yeah, looks like they weren't treated nicely. So, I say let's just keep going forward. It seems like there's nothing here. All right, onwards and forwards. Okay. Um, passive perception nineteen. Who has a passive perception nineteen? That was I. That was you. As you are walking by and you begin to see the corpses, there is something that you may want to take a note of as you're walking by each of the cells towards the end of the 60-foot long corridor. It would seem that all the prisoners were male and not a single female among them. You know, Darnum, I don't know if you saw this, but think about this one. All the prisoners, they're all dudes. Hmm. Like males, you know? Right. Like, probably of all different types of, uh, uh, you know, species, I guess, in uh, the worlds of ideal and stuff like that. So, no no females, though. There's just a note to take. It's interesting, but I'm not surprised either, but, you know. I would. Hmm. Well, this this is a different world. This isn't Loria, so I was gonna. Yeah. Could be they could be they kept them separated. Yeah, they maybe they're probably separated like male cells and then female cells somewhere else. Precisely. Oh, maybe that was the other side. Huh. Could be. We, well, I would say we can always double back and check if we if we really if, we're, if, it, if our if we really need to pique our curiosity. Well, we'll we'll see what's at the end of this corridor, and then maybe we could do. As long as it goes back to the other side, right. we don't get lost. Precisely. So we'll uh, keep going forward. Okay. You gentlemen continue to go forward. As you continue to go forward, you begin to enter into more structured area of the or the penitentiary, I should say. Um, a little forward ahead, I would say roughly about 20, 25 feet to your right, looks like some sort of structure. Not, I can't say structure because it's 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 almost like a, a section within this penitentiary. And then if you go a little bit further up, about another 10 feet on your left is a larger area as well. But from where you are, you can't tell exactly what type of areas these are. You have to proceed forward. Alright. Let's push on so we can get a better look. Okay. As you proceed forward, it immediately comes to your attention that the area on your right, um, based off the writing that was on, on the, the wall, this is where you would essentially hold all sorts of records of any sort of prisoners. Uh, 
scope this out. Let's see if we can get a bead on anyone that's been in here. Or at the very least, we can maybe we'll figure out exactly why why all, they were these are all nothing but all nothing but uh, males. Could be a particular reason. Okay, we we so we could go back and check that right area. All right, so yeah, let's let me if I can if I can if it's easy if, if I'm able to access any of those records, I can I'll I'll check them out if I can. Okay, so you're gonna make a right. Yeah. Upon going to the right and going to the room that has the records, the door's locked. Oh. But you can clearly see a barred window on your left and then a, a door that has a smaller barred window at its face. Oh. All right. Uh... Yeah. Do we see anybody inside? From what you could tell, there is no one inside from what you could see. Is it, What kind of... Do you want to just break the lock? But within the room, you do see it looks like almost, I I can't say cabinet. Yeah, cabinets, but not like storage cabinets as we know as like office cabinets, but more like wooden cabinets that you see some of them are partially open and they just have books upon books upon books. Some of them looks like they've experienced some sort of water damage from where you are. I see. Let's see if we can find a way to work out to, to work our way inside uh if you want to start with the window we can start wait is the would, would you say that the the barred window was larger than the door that's barred it's it's larger absolutely it's it's about roughly about four and a half to five feet in length with about a uh three and a half to four foot height um but the bars are going in between it'd be tough for you guys to fit between the bars but who knows what else you can do why don't we just break the lock? Sure. You know what? Now, is the is the lock on the door? Is it like a padlock, or is it just a part of the of the mechanism? Like a, you know, it's part of the door. It's 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 a tip. It's a traditional uh, key and lock. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. You got a way to you got a way to to, to 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 pick that. Yeah, I just grab onto it and just pull, and it comes out. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I feel like there might be easier ways to get. I mean, what we what easy way would it be if I just grabbed it and ripped it off the door? But it's it's part of the door. You'd have to literally rip the door off. To... You know what? Hold on a second. <laughs> I mean, I know I, I know I could just probably break the door, but you know what? Give me a second. Uh, he's gonna see if I can do this, Shaper. He's gonna take his hand. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's gonna, it's gonna, just part, just part of his hand's gonna turn to a, his in, into a claw. His okay. Claw. Okay. I've seen this before. He takes his one nail that comes out of his body, one werewolf claw, try to pick the lock. You're going to try to pick the lock with your werewolf claw. Yeah. A big old werewolf. Okay, claw. so you're not proficient in the in picking locks, if I'm not no, mistaken. No, I'm not. So you don't get a proficiency bonus. Remember Give what me... I said? He said he saw this. Somewhere. I I know. I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out the score. So okay. you're gonna have to roll a d20 for me. Yep. But only add your dexterity modifier, but Got with it. disadvantage. Got it. Yeah. Oh, that's a. Go go gadget pick one. All right, six. Six. You hear click 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 click. You have no idea what the fuck you're doing. You have no idea if it's working. And then I'll sit here, click, 
and then you pull your finger out, and it seems like you broke your part of your claw. Oh, you motherfucker! Wait, so you broke a nail, essentially. Uh, his hand, hand, his werewolf hand goes back. Uh, you know what? Fuck this. He's gonna grab the log. <laughs> what are you gonna do? He's gonna pull it. <laughs> Give me an athletics roll. All right, thirty-four. Thirty-four. <laughs> you sink your fingers into this lock, and you're like, "No, you're not gonna make me look like a bitch." And you just start pulling on it with this roll. You don't quite break the lock from the door, but you see the wood splinter and the outline of the mechanism begin to pop in the frame of the door, along with the uh, uh, the door frame and the door itself. And you're 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 pulling, and you got about like three quarters of it out. Oh, you, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> you can tell this is a sturdy mechanism. And from where you are, uh, Darnum, and actually I think by this time, I think Valak has experience. You can tell that the lock itself seems to be made of some sort of ethereum of some kind. Oh, oh yeah. wait. Hold on. I'll, I'll, pop the, I'll pop the eyes of creation and get a look at it. Does it, does it give wait a stuff? second. Valak, Valak's stupid. So, hold on. Uh, before Valak, you do what you're going to do. What'd you say, Darnum? I'm gonna pop the Azecration. Noting the Ethereum, do I get the full like the full reading off of it with the Azecration? Yes. Yes. Oh, hey, hang on a second. These are these are these are Ethereum made. So I'm guessing this was meant to make you know this is, this is some heavy duty stuff. You mind, Val? Try again. He's dumb. <laughs> are you asking me or Darnum? Darnum. Um, like, like, considering that you got it almost all the way out already in one pull, like, I mean, you might as well finish the job. Yeah. Sometimes I forget I could do this. He's gonna hold out his hand, mm-hmm. and he's gonna break. He's gonna use the break your ability. Uh-oh. You hold out your hand, and you break the Ethereum lock. It sc- shatters into tiny little sh- glass-like shards that fall and just disappear as they touch the ground. Uh, you have one ruinous charge, by the way. Uh, or you get you gain one ruinous charge, I should say. I don't know how many you have currently, but you gain one ruinous charge, and the lock is gone. Hmm. I forget sometimes I could do that, but I just like doing things the old way, you know? Fist. <laughs> I mean... Oh, he grabs her. Oh, I'm going to open it, so... <clears throat> so... You open the door, it swings open easily enough. Uh, that fishy smell becomes a little bit more pronounced. And as you look out straight ahead, there is a window, and you begin to realize that you are in some sort of... Where this is built, this was kind of built into whatever grotto that this structure, this this natural structure is, with the man-made structure as well. So, And you see ahead what looks like a small little, like, opening of a mouth of a cave going out into the sea. But you are in, you have full access to this room. Oh, okay. Just make our way inside. I'll make my way to that wooden cabinet, see if I can, uh, jiggy, just, just jiggle that thing open. Valk is gonna go in and it's, uh, let me just close the door just in case. As you try to close the door and you let it go, it opens just a slight crack. Just a slight crack. Like we're talking like maybe like 25 degree angle. You know what? Just in case, 
How, how, how big is this thing? What, the door? Yeah. Uh, you have to duck to enter into the room. I have to duck to enter the room? Yeah, you're like 11 <laughs> feet tall. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, how tall is the room? <laughs> the room is probably about just enough. Like, you're, like if you jumped, you'd give yourself a concussion. Oh. <laughs> you mean I wouldn't like, be able to fly through the entire like cave? And just... <laughs> the cave is different. No, the, I'm talking about the room. The cave, yeah. yeah, you can fit in the cave, no problem. But the room itself is not designed for someone of your stature. So, yeah, like Darnum is okay. He's at seven four. He's got some headspace. You, you don't have headspace. You're more like getting like tickled by the ceiling. Uh, you go in first. I'll fall right behind you. It's like a dwarf running through a meadow. Yeah. <laughs> Sure thing. I'll make way you said I'll head towards the cabinet. Okay, easy enough. You head towards the cabinet. <laughs> he tries to he ducks in, gets mm-hmm. under, tries to close the door. Uh, I guess I must have broken too too quick. You know, is this um in the door, is this regular ground or is it ground or The door's made of wood and it's a solid stone floor. <clears throat> Ah, we should be fine. <laughs> Famous last words. It's a bug hunt, anyway. Um, how 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 big is the door? Like, so what's the width of the door? Width of the door is about four and a half, five feet. Uh, let's see. Got a crazy idea. What's and what? Wait, hang on a second. If it's like the door, what, what's the idea? <laughs> He's gonna take out one of his Lovian great swords. Mm-hmm. What I'm gonna do? I'm just gonna lead the the door, the sword, to to kind of lean on the door so it just shuts. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. So he's gonna take it out and uh, have the uh, Lovian great sword kind of just like hang on the door. Kind of if that makes sense. Yeah, like like propping a like propping a, a yeah. chair against the door. Yeah, so he's yeah. gonna pop the Lobian greed sword. One of okay, those. easy enough. The door does not open. You, you you give it a good like pull to see, and actually the Lobian greatsword sword is offering quite a taut resistance. Huh. Not yeah. too crazy an idea. Yeah, so you're not too crazy. All right, let's do some let's do some smart muscle stuff and investigate. <laughs> Just uh, we'll start with the uh, we'll start with the cabinet. See if we can see if we can. Well, a if it's locked, and then b if it is locked. See what's in there. Okay. Give me an investigation roll. The cabin, the, the cabin. Wow, the uh, the cabinets are not locked. All right. Let's uh, start. Time to learn. That's going to be sixteen. Sixteen. And what about you, Valak? What are you doing? Oh, uh, I want to look. What else is in this room? You see what are a series of cabinets. Some of them are wide open. Some of them are closed. Um, but you also see what looks like a table in front of that window that I was telling you, right? That's adjacent to the door. Uh, there's a table that was set up there. And you notice that there's like a little sliding hatch for it to open, to go back and forth. And on the table, uh, to like open and close. And then on the table, there seems to be a journal of some kind. I'm going to go look at this, uh, that book, that book over there. A little notebook. Okay. Uh, while you're looking at the notebook, Darnum, you see Valak go over to the table to look at the solitary notebook on the table. Uh, you 
pour through quickly the records that are still intact and not completely waterlogged or beyond any sort of um, comprehension, if that makes sense. And you notice that they're just prisoner entrance, but there are no exit dates. records on the patients coming in but no one gets but no one's leaving that's weird well they better put our names down because I'm I'm leaving this place too once we're done but from yeah from the looks of it yeah no that one body we found the one body I I checked was at least a week was had been at least a week so we could, you know, it might be easy to say that you know, this place is still somewhat operational, but we haven't come across any guards, any wardens. Considering the door was locked, maybe they were on break. Which means whoever was here could potentially come back. You're not wrong, unless they don't let. But they ain't, they ain't bringing through that door. That's a Lovium Greysword from a Bevelo, so... That door ain't coming off that easily. I love how you're tempting fate, Valley. <laughs> Darn him, do you, have you... You know the kind of crazy adventure we've been on? I let almost nothing stop me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, okay. Uh, fair enough, fair enough. And until we, uh, until we, all the fallen champions of Sin are down, and we and we can find Aster back, can't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. All right. That's right. For family, you know. <laughs> so what I will ask, <clears throat> Valak, are you going to look at that notebook? Yes. Okay. You open it easy enough, and just by from your tertiary glancing, it is a journal of some kind. Wonder whose journal is this? Let's see if I can find the name. Give me an investigation roll. Okay. Oh wow. Must be dumb. Natural one. <laughs> it actually takes you you do find a name, but it takes you a while. You know, by the time you actually find a name in this journal, uh Darnum's probably gone through at least like two cabinets at this point of journals. Um, but you do find a, a name. And you find the name of one. Uh, it would be it wouldn't be a warden because technically Thailin's the warden. Uh, just basically uh, an individual by the name of Delen. Delen is spelled D E H L E N. And this was throughout the no- the notebook or at the end. This is the it's in the beginning. You pretty much like scour throughout the notebook, kind of like haphazardly, and then you like smack yourself in the head and realize, oh, duh. And then you look at the beginning and you see this journal is of property of an individual by the name of Delon. Delon. Who's this Delon now? He's gonna he's gonna she's gonna attempt to do keep reading. <laughs> okay. Do another investigation. While Darnum <laughs> is pouring over the books, unless there's something else you would like to do, Darnum? I would say in those records of the entry date, do they have any denote? Any notions of what these people would have done to have been imprisoned? 
There's no specification. It seems like some of them were listed as certain petty crimes, such as thievery, and they all came from um, Wayshire. Uh, they came from Wayshire, and they were caught either with either p- petty thievery or uh, drunken disorderly, very petty crimes that you don't think would earn any sort of prison time. Maybe like a, a, a day in the stockades, but nothing like sent to an island that can't be accessed unless by boat. Seems, uh, seems I was a bit off on my, my logic. But a, lot of, a lot of these English is misdemeanors. Drunk disorderly, drunk disorderly, drunk disorderly, drunk disorderly. Nothing that, nothing that warrants the kind of the kind of sentencing that we saw in these cells, and nothing that explains why no one gets to has a release date. Well, I guess once you're here, you're here for life. That's crazy. I hate to see if that's what they're doing for the petty criminals. I hate to see what they're going to do for the ones who actually deserve it. Yeah. I know, right? I think that's bad. You should try to. You 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 should have saw what the the King Crimson did. Oh, I wouldn't want to be him again. <laughs> so, wait, I mean, I, I can show you, but not right now. Uh, oh, he busy. <laughs> you know that's uh, uh that's okay. I'll, I'll I'll take your word. I'll take your word for it. That's bad. Oh, son and Darnum said, "Are you sure about that, Darnum?" <laughs> joking, I'm joking. What? I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, no. It's happening again. So, uh, Darnum, as you're poring over this knowledge, you're taking in the fact that these individuals were locked up for just petty crimes that don't seem to merit, like, what sentencing did not merit the crime, or rather the crime did not merit the sentencing, I should say. Uh, Valak, you're reading through this book? Yep. Okay. As you read through this book, starting with the first entry, or are you starting anywhere in particular? Start with the first entry. First entry, Delin begins to talk about how he was just recently transferred over to this penitentiary. He describes it as a architectural um, feat. How this thing is able to reside above the tides without being waterlogged or anything, despite never actually physically rising. There's some sort of strange, archaic, like, uh, etheric, or some sort of magical, almost as fantastical thing about it that prevents it from being assailed by the sea, essentially, even through the worst of storms. Um, and he's just completely baffled by it. Do you wish to continue? Yeah. You continue further, the the next couple entries of Nothing of No, just talking about how, you know, they're getting in prisoners and that's it. And um, they'll log, you know, they haven't logged in any exit dates yet, but they're sure they will once those come. Continue to reading? Yeah. As you continue to read, you see about probably about a month into his tenure in on the in the penitentiary and as like a record keeper of sorts. And he begins to talk about how last night something crashed into the penitentiary. Um, He doesn't know what it is and no one is talking about what it is. And anyone who asks questions just does not get does not wind up actually being seen again and Thai Lin seems to be very who is the warden um, and you recognize that name because that's the person you're coming for yeah uh, 
seems to be running a zero zero tolerance policy of any sort of questioning about what happened last night and what caused such such ruckus and uh, essentially a, a destruction to the northern wing of the penitentiary. Ah. Hey, hey, Darnum. Yeah. Do you do you know which side of this penitentiary we'd be on? Hmm. You know, so I shape- didn't think if we found the map. You know, I'll say Shaper. Would you have an idea? Look, well, not what you. Of course, you know. But would I have an idea? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I should say. Based based off of basic navigation um, and survival trait, which both of you would have, you guys would know. And from adventuring so long, you guys would know. You guys enter through the south. Okay, we came in through the south. Well, he puts the book down. Well, the guy uh, in charge of this, I guess, area's name is Dai Lin. And, you know, people, prisoners come here, they never leave. And supposedly something crashed here. And uh, Thai Lin was pretty upset. Like, he's pretty mad about it. Anyone who questions it, you know, never heard from again. Type of deal. He's got a. He takes no shit, apparently. Oh. At least from what this journal book says. She, she, she doesn't take. No oh, shit. sorry. She doesn't take no shit. And no mention of what's inside, right? No, they said she said that something crashed. Uh, Dalen in the journal says something crashed here, and it doesn't say. I don't know. I don't think it says anything. We'll look again. You want to keep reading the journal? Yeah, he'll look past him once he's got that. You see the entries become less frequent, and it's it's more to do with the fact that you can quickly surmise that there aren't that many pages in this journal. Like, there are a healthy amount of pages, but he's on an island. There's not exactly, like, a stationary store he could go to to get more journals. So you can quickly tell that he is spacing out his entries um, unless something really important happens. And so this one is, is basically logged into three weeks after the event of whatever it is that crashed. And he begins to notice how none of he marks that none of the pay, uh, patients I said of the prisoners that were brought in since he has been here were logged out, which is strange because a lot of their crimes are petty crimes. Some crimes as as small as you're talking about, like, you know, stealing a loaf of bread, things like that, that, you know, he would be like, that's a slap on the wrist. You don't send someone to a penitentiary for you know, and that that's sort of basically what you get a gist of that. But no one's been logged out yet. And he's surprised that the cells aren't overflowing with with just prisoners because there aren't too many cells here. Hmm. While that's going on, Darnum, are you doing anything or are you just along for the like, you know, reading along with him? You know what? I'll say if, if, I, if, I, if I, there's nothing else I can find aside from just a patient, just a patient. Prisoner records that we've that we've established. I think I'll just I'll just I'll stand nearby as as Balak is, re, is reading the rest of the pages. Okay, Balak, do you wish to continue? Yeah. Hmm, okay. As you continue, you begin reading, and it it basically skips to a month ahead uh, from the last entry, and you see Dellen is starts talking about how now. Any guard that is asking any sort of question about the prisoners or anything gets brought, just gets taken away. 
whatsoever. It's no longer about what crashed, but rather what the uh, what happens. To, uh, what do you call it? Why the prisoners aren't being let go now? Um, and also another thing that he takes note is the place is starting to stink. Something real awful. Like he's used to the smell of the sea, but this is the smell of the sea plus what sa- smells like the discarded refuse of sea life, essentially. Well, it seems like something very suspicious is going on because, honestly, you don't send somebody to a penitentiary for stealing a piece of bread. This is a little, this is even too much for me. Well, there's something suspicious going on. Well, considering the state we found we found in those prison in those prison cells, whoever they're bringing in here, they're just, they're just leave, they, they leave here for quite some time. But that isn't but it's not answering why. Something's definitely going on. More to the point, and it, it doesn't even explain who's still here. Oh, uh, Mike, could you lower the music a bit? Oh, yeah, sure thing. How's that? That's good. Okay, I like it. It's, it's overshadowed my voice. I, I, I yeah. Okay, it's okay. No, I got you. All right. We gotta hear those dulcet tones. Yeah. Right. <laughs> is that too low or is that good enough? You go higher it a bit, just a bit. Uh, how's that? That's good. That's good. Okay. Is there any more to this journal? Oh yeah, there there are a few more entries. Okay. While you're reading. I need you to give me a perception roll with disadvantage. Um, Darnum, give me a perception roll. Uh, perception. Dirty 20. Damn, that was a low roll. Perception. Oh, my perception is a plus 9, so 16. 16? I had a 7 plus 9, so 16. You're, you're reading, and as you're reading through this book, you, you begin to see that there is a reference of some of the prisoners gossiping, not got prisoners, sorry, the, the staff gossiping of, I got a peek of what it was. You won't believe what it was, but no one's actually mentioning what. So Dellen doesn't quite believe them. What he can piece together from the rumors is what came here is some strange aquatic creature. And the prisoners are starting to circulate rumors that it in some way has is controlling Thylan to do its bidding of sorts. But it's all conjecture. But while that is going on, you catch out of the corner of your eye, and you darn him, you full see it, something skitter across the the front window of this thing, and onto the ground, and then duck away, and then go back to the left where you guys actually came from originally. Like, I, I'll just say eyes up, Malik, and I'll pop the eyes yep, up to nice. so Yeah, no, I saw that thing run by quick. Maybe that was the thing that I, uh, the blue 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 thing. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is, it's it's probably like a like a water spider or something. I don't know what. Uh, yeah, I can't. Darnum, you actually got a better look at it. Um, you could tell it wasn't any sort of arachnid of any kind, but it was walking on four, or it seemed to be. As a creation, can I see see if it's if it's fully hidden? If it's like only kind of just ducked out of the way in the shadow? 
looking from where you are, it doesn't look like it's around anymore. Uh oh. Alright. So it's out, it's, it's out of sight at this point. If you want, keep an eye out because as I'm reading this, uh, his, uh, Dalen's journal entry, something, it's apparently this giant, some type of sea creature crashed here and is controlling, it's just controlling Dalen. So, but I'll keep reading. Keep an eye for any more little critters. Alright, so, I'll just, I'll just, I'll be, I'll be in full on just watch mode. Just, uh, like, get a, get a bead on any, if that, if, if that creature or anything like it decides to circle back. So as you read <clears throat> through Dellen's journal, you come across an entry where he states, I, I don't know what's going on, but now the guards are starting to disappear too, only to be replaced by uh, these weird people that just, they, they don't look quite right. There's a, a look to them. I don't know how to describe it, but there's some sort of look to them that just, it's not right. It isn't at all. First chance I'm get, I'm going back to the mainland. I'm not staying here any longer. The money's not worth it. See, I don't blame him. He keeps reading. <laughs> as, as you read that. <laughs> Darn him, perception roll? Twenty-five. In the distance, you just hear. Oh, that wasn't far off. Huh. <laughs> I'll just now. Often, is, is that this within this room? Does it like to sound like how far? How far away does it sound? It seems oh. like it's coming from the left, and it is probably about thirty-five, forty feet. Given your perception roll, uh, gotta, gotta take a chance on it. Um, I'll start walking in that direction to see if I can get eyes on it. You gonna open the door and exit the room, or stay in the room? I'll stay in the room. I'll start from the window that we didn't break through. If I can spot it from there. Okay. Um, perception roll disadvantage because you kind of have to careen your neck to really see over the corner. And, uh, Valak, you're continuing to read through the journal? Yep. Uh, and the journal the journal has only about a, a handful of more entries, if that. And he winds up just saying, I, I, I gotta get out of here. I, I gotta get out of here. Next ship, I am out of here. We haven't had to restock in supplies in days. The men, those, the guys, the people that are still remaining were, were hunting with, hunting, uh, were fishing to, to just stay alive and get the appropriate supplies that we need just to survive. This is absolutely insane. If I knew this is what this was like, I never would have signed up for it to begin with. Oh, jeez. I hope nothing bad happened to him. He's gonna keep reading. And as you read, the next... Uh, what'd you roll, Darnum? Uh, 19. 19? Okay. And as you keep reading, you begin to see the entries just become this phrase over and over and over and over again. 
Hail to the mother, mother of the sea. Hail to the mother, mother of the sea. Just over and over and over and over again. And it fills just every single line of this journal until you reach the end of it. Darnum, with a 19, you careen, you see over in the distance about maybe now only about 20 feet from where you guys are, you notice that there seems to be a at least half a dozen uh, strange creatures that you have never seen before heading your way. Uh, some of them are crawling on all fours, others are bipedal, and you hear just like the flopping of their feet, their web feet, on uh, stone. Alec, we've got we've, we've got some company coming. Got- he perk he perks up. He grabs a journal and he pop he pockets it, and he said he says his mind. Oh man, I hope nothing bad happened to Dalen. Well, we got well, we've got six of these things coming towards us, so hopefully they're not the reason why he's not around. Just six, <laughs> three for you, three for me. <laughs> <laughs> goes to the door, he grabs his Lovium greatsword. Says, so, alright. So, as you grab the Lo- you grab the Lovium greatsword from the door, or do you grab your other Lovium greatsword? No, he's grabbing it from, uh, from the door. Okay, so the door opens just a little bit, and you see emerge right coming out around the corner, wielding tridents and spears, two of them holding nets, are these strange, about six feet tall, humanoid fish-like creatures. Uh, For both of you, you notice that it almost seems as if they were going under some sort of metamorphosis. They have these strange fish-like, aquatic-like, amphibian, actually, almost like features, but there are bits of almost human suffused or fused onto them, if that makes sense, that haven't fully either uh, turned over or whether that's on purpose or not, it's yet to be discovered. Because uh, I know it probably wouldn't be, but would you think they might be akin to anything like any of those Narod experiments that he used to do? In terms of like parts that don't really uh, mesh well together or being like forced to fuse together in a way? With your knowledge of Narod's experiments, it doesn't look like it. It actually looks the opposite. Where Narod was actually forcing and trying to play God, this looks like a natural occurrence. Where the non-amphibian-esque like qualities are attached to they seem to just seamlessly merge where Narad it almost looks like he just like threw it on like someone gluing a piece that shouldn't be onto a part you know okay yeah so this very much looks natural may not seem natural but it is natural oh Hmm. are they wearing are these things wearing any kind of clothing or very loosely like they're wearing jackets no shirts um, they, are, they seem to be wearing what look like the guard jackets guards would be wearing in some sort of facility such as this. And they're also wearing um, uh, trousers as well. Some of them torn. Some of them actually like one's missing a leg. You know, it's not very well kept, very dirty. And what you can tell, you see some actually like barnacles growing on some of them or some sort of moss as well, like kelp and so forth. Hmm. I, guess we can see, I guess we see who's been, who's been running the place in the me- in the time being and as as you say that you see one of them their eyes glowing this like amber color picks up the trident or raises the trident points it in your direction both Valak and Darnum and just to the others and then the others just start storming the room and Uh, with uh. that we will be taking our first break (laughs) 
<laughs> and we're back. Thank you for uh, staying tuned, folks. Uh, we're going to be picking up with some initiative rolls as these six, I should say half a dozen, uh, weird amphibio- amphibious-like humanoid creatures charge into this room or try to charge into the room. I need you guys to roll for initiative. All right. Oop, that would have been bad. Oh, oh no. Uh-oh. I just need everyone to roll real bad. That's all. Just, uh, just do me that favor. Oh, I got advantage on initiative. And oh. don't forget to add your bonus from Baby Valak. Yes. You, you get a plus five, by the way. Oh, sweet. Yep. You get you, whatever you get whatever you also your plus is, you have that you add on top. As as long as you're within thirty feet of Valak, you get Yeah. Wow. Uh you get thirty you get plus, plus five. five. Yeah. Alright, perfect. That brings you to double digits finally. So in total I had a plus eight, so twenty five. You're going first. Uh what about you, Darnum? I got a twelve. You're going second you're going third. The creatures rolled thirteen. Oh, okay. So, Valak, this, they, they haven't entered the room yet. There are six of them. They're clustered all together. There's this doorway separating between you and them. What are you doing? Oh, and let me start combat music. There we go. <laughs> you said they're all by the door? They're not by the door. The doorway's blocking you from getting a line of sight with them. But they're at the door, essentially. Uh, they're about 15 feet from the door. But all six of them. Yes. <laughs> you want you want to see something stupid, Darnum? Um, I mean, I, I don't think I should, but okay. <laughs> They're all at the door. Okay. <laughs> so, um, since it hasn't started, not really. So, I want to do crawling chaos right at the door. At the door? You said they're right at the door, right? They're 15 feet away from the door. The door is blocking your line of sight. So you would have to open the door to see them and then walk 15 feet. You're about 10 feet from the door. Okay. Yeah. If you don't mind, I'm going to take this up first. So he's going to go and open the door. You open the door, you walk 10 feet, you open the door, easy enough, doesn't cost you any sort of action or anything to do. <coughs> Can I see all six of them? Yes. Uh, these must be these bubbly creatures. <laughs> That's what and he as, says. As You say that? Yeah. And they look at you and they go... Fine, I told you, Donna, what they sound like. <laughs> I don't know what they're saying, though. He's trying to think, no, I can't understand. Well, let's just get this over with. <laughs> so I'm going to do a cr- uh, roll for Crawling Chaos. Okay, go ahead. Roll for Crawling Chaos. What is that? Um, what is the... Uh, so... The hit is going to be... I should have put this on your notes. The hit will be your proficiency bonus plus your wisdom modifier to hit. 
So that's oh. going to be, I think, six plus three, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So, so, so nine plus whatever my roll was, right? Yes. What's what's your roll? Eighteen total. So nine plus eighteen nine. total. Yes. You hit them. You you hit all of them. So you lob the crawling chaos. This orb of annihilus energy smacks into one of them, and then you just see them explode into this <laughs> majestic display of viscera. Uh, you're about fifteen feet from them. Yeah, no, you're good, you're good. None of their shit got on you. But they just all explode in this majestic viscera of... Yeah, this majestic display of viscera. Um, combat has come to an end. Well, <laughs> that happened. See, Val puts his hand down. He's brushing his shoulders. But the uh. room smells... Not room, but the area smells awful. Like, really bad. Uh, think that was overkill? Nah, that was too funny. <laughs>, Laughs and Valak. Fucking done. I think you got all of them. So I'm sorry you didn't get a piece of the action. There's probably more, though. No, no, that's, uh, that's quite alright. And as there... Valak says that, you both hear in the distance... I was gonna say, I was gonna say, Shaper, is there anything left of them to check? <laughs> if there's. <laughs> Wait, sorry, first? you cut out there. What'd you say? I was gonna say, is there anything left of these bodies to check? Not really. Like, there might be, like, there's like maybe like the errant foot that's still like standing with like a bone sticking out. Um, but yeah, no, like the, these things were, as soon as Valak did his ceaseless hunger, they, they were turned into goop. Well, hopefully the next set of uh, these things we find, maybe I can we can figure out if they know if they have any information on. Any, you know what? Let's just let's just try and figure figure out our next move. Well, you know, there's you know there's more, right? You just heard you heard the. <laughs> <laughs> I just want that to be the episode title. <laughs> you just had to type on the keyboard and go. That's it. And whatever it spells, that's what it's called. Why can't anyone find our episode? Because it's called. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't. I really can't. Go ahead. All right. Oh. So let's figure out where we go next. Uh, we just we go left, right? Uh, yeah. Hold on. Let me pull up the map. Um, so. <laughs> Yeah, so as you exit this room, if you go left, it's going back where you came from. If you go right, you're proceeding forward. From where you are, you see that other area that you couldn't quite see where you, when you first entered this section. Looks like some sort of barracks of some kind. Like uh, sleeping quarters. Okay. So I guess we go right technically. That's forward, right? Wait, were you asking me or Darnum? Darnum. I guess... Wait that that wait that sounds right because for sure I'm thinking that's right. I mean that makes sense, right? Yeah. I think I think I mixed myself up. <laughs> no, we had remember we doubled back so to go to go to this. Uh, okay, so we are going to go right. Gotcha. Yeah. So yes, we're going right. Okay. Uh, so you begin to go <coughs> right. Are you going to be swinging by that barracks, or are you just going to keep going forward? We can always yeah. Let's swing by. Let's see. Swing by the barracks. See if we can find any more info on any of these guards. Well, the human ones before our fishy friends came and took over. 
Yeah. Okay. You proceed into the barracks. The barracks, you go to the barracks and it's locked. But you notice that the lock is also Ethereum. Easy enough. Wait, before wait before we do that, let's let's look around, see if there's see if there's it could you know, see if any of our fishy friends might be trying to make their way around here while we're There might be like one of their cool tridents in there or something. <clears throat> I mean you, you know, you're not wrong. So uh, is there is there like a window sort of like how the like the other room we were in or just Yeah, so there is a small little window about a cube about uh, two by two, roughly. Or not two by two, uh like a, a little little cube, I should say, that also has iron bars in it. You can peer through it if you'd like. Yeah, I'll take a peek through, see if I can spot anything. As you peek through the window, the room looks like it hasn't been lived in for quite a while. The beds that were unmade have been left unmade for quite a while. The ba- the beds that are made have what you can observably see from where you are layers of grime or dust still caked onto them. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, no, nothing's been in here for quite some time, so... Alright, Valak, if you want to... I'm watching toward, towards the lock. Is there anything more checking in there? is it hasn't been touched in a long time you want you want to just break the you want to break the door sure we can i can i'll try and break you know what? yeah let me try to break the door open let Yo, h- how about this let's do it together all right well, oh god let's, let's do <laughs> we'll, 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 let's pull a jason statham we run and kick the door in let's do it transporter <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I could do it by myself, but if we do it together, it'd be funny. All right, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Shaper, let, let me let us know what we need to do. Is there any? Uh... Oh, roll, roll athletics. Yeah, uh, thirty-three. Thirty-three. Okay. Hey, fifteen plus eight, so twenty-three. You both take a nice, healthy step back, several steps back from this, probably about fifteen feet or so. And then you begin to charge, and you leap, both of you, simultaneously. Wah! And boom, crash into this door. You send it flying off its hinges and smacking into one of the bunk beds in the distance. By the way, all these beds here are bunk beds. Uh, Bunk beds in the distance. You guys pick yourself up, dust yourself off. You guys can go in if you want. All right. Oh, that was fun. I can see what you called see how you do this. Yeah, you see? We'll do it again. We can do it to the other door if you want. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's, we'll see. We'll see. Let's see what happens with this. Because right now, this. fuck this place. <laughs> <laughs> and in the distance, <laughs> it's like, hey, someone's still got to live here. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go in. Okay, so you go in. And what are you guys looking to do in here? Let's just uh, start looking around, see if we can find any clues, any information, any hints, any kind of a anything. I didn't have a drawers, anything. Investigation roll. Am I what? You guys can either be helping each other or singular. It's up to you. Val takes out this black light. Uh, Hold on a second. I'm I'm just kidding. (laughs) Something should remain remain hidden. (laughs) 
It's everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's even on Valak right now. Yeah. Oh no! You oh, see, no. it's dripping from the ceiling. No. Oh god. Uh, oh, man. Uh, investigation. Why am I having? Oh, plus one. 13. 13? Yeah. While searching this room, Darnum, you you all together wind up pilfering from these these living quarters about roughly about 500 gilda all together. You know, it's a paltry sum for how many beds are here. Not many, you know, it's like three, four coins here, five coins there, that type of thing. Ten here, that type of thing. Um, but what you do notice as you're going through these beds, there are lottery tickets of some kind. They're basically little pieces of parchment paper that have a series of numbers on them. Huh. Can I tell that, like what this what the, this could denote? Perhaps from your personal experience, from your experience in pit fighting, they would randomly do these like lottery drawings, and that's what these little tickets look like. They look very similar to those lottery drawing tickets, where like if depending on how fast you won, whoever had X Y Z number would win, you know, part of the part of the the pot essentially. Hmm. Anything like my days in the barn? This is just uh know how much of the pot you get. If you, if, well, if you win, that is. But, um... Hmm. About how many of these of these tickets would you say we found? At least one for each bed, so... I would say... I, I did times it by two. You're looking at anywhere from 30 to 45, roughly... 40, about 40... Uh, tickets. Oh, okay, so... <clears throat> if what you've read from the journal seems to be matching up, and these and our fishy friends started replacing the guards, could be looking at a couple of dozen of these, of these guys still roaming the halls. That's it? That's I mean, that is a lot for most people. Oh, come on. At least we'll be able to see them coming. True, they aren't. They aren't exactly stealthy, so you're not, you're not wrong there. <laughs> you get it? Uh, you never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Yeah, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my brain didn't want me to get it. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> it's too late. I already axed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, did I find anything? That's what you guys found together. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, guess there's nothing else here. Alright, well, that's about it. So, I'll just hold, I'll hold on to some of the, I'll hold on to the, to the tickets that we found, and that's it. Alright, we'll so, just... 40 tickets, essentially. 40 lottery tickets, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Perception roll for both of you? Uh, uh... Oh no, natural one! That's uh, I got twenty-five. Yes, Valak, you hear the familiar sounds again of the, and they are approaching. (sighs) He goes, okay. (laughs) He's gonna uh, walk walk out the barracks. Okay. Darnum, are you following? Yeah, I'll follow, I'll follow behind okay. Valak. 
What direction do I hear them coming from? You hear them coming from, as you're leaving the barracks, uh, you're facing outward, left, meaning further into the penitentiary. Fuck it, let's just keep going left. I ain't scared of them. Alright, let's, uh, let's keep going to try to, uh, get, get past, get to drop on these fools. Okay, you're continuing forward. As you do so, you immediately notice that there are two pairs on these parapets above, right? They both look at both of you, and they hurl their spears at you. Uh, tridents, I should say. Uh-oh. Um, all right. Natural 20 for one. Goal. Uh, who has the lower dex? Uh, let's see. My dex is at a 20. Okay, Valak? Uh, so my dex is at 16. 16. Okay, so the natural 20 is going to go after you, Valak. Um... Does a 10 hit you, Tarnum? Uh, no, 10 misses. 10 misses? Okay. Uh, so the spear, it's not going to do much. So it's going to be, I think, it's the trident. Let me go to the trident. Uh, the trident's going to be 1d6, so it's going to be another d6. So You take 7 points of piercing damage, Valak, as a trident digs into your leg. I have. Are you raging? I'm always raging, technically. Well, you're not in combat. It only counts in combat, Does right? It. If I'm not mistaken, Darnum, doesn't his thing only count in combat? Or am uh, I mis? I feel like I think it's. I think at a certain level, it reaches that that you can be. You can. But you have, I think you have to go into the rage first, and then you can always rage. But I got. That was told yeah. by Ernie that it's always happened. I didn't have to like spend an action to do it. So you don't have to spend an action into combat when you're doing it, as long as you just say. Not say, but as long as you are, when you roll your initiative, you have that advantage. Got That's it. what basically it is. So yeah, you take seven points of piercing damage. Such 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 high numbers for these guys. Um, but yeah, I need you guys to roll for initiative. Oh no, because <clears throat> you're you're at eighteen, right? Um, right, Alec, eight, level eighteen. Huh? Yeah. Let's see, eighteen. Uh, 13. Uh, 21. 21. Okay. Uh, wait, I got a plus 5, you said, right? Yes, you get a yes. plus 5. Yeah. Seventeen, okay. It's going to be um, Valak, you, and then the two pairs of these strange creatures. All right. Ah. I'm going to let you know. You do that, you get to drop me again. You're not going to like it now. <laughs> He's going to... Uh, are we close to them, I assume? Or how, how far are we, actually? Uh, you said he threw it, so... He threw it? No, he's got quite a range. <clears throat> you guys are about... They're about, like, 40 feet in the air from where you guys are, but they're also another 40 feet from you, or 30 feet from you. Oh. So, yeah. They're on these two parapets above, like, almost like over, like overlooking balconies. Oh, they're on balconies? Yeah. And he looks at him and says, How will you come down here and fight me? You see, the one of them that didn't throw its a trident is like just like shaking it up and down. 
<laughs> Valk puts a middle finger up at him. Uh, one turns around and defecates on the floor. Oh. That'll, Wait, show, that'll show him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you doing, gentlemen? So you said they're technically what seventy feet now? They're they're forty feet up in the air, but thirty feet away. So. Uh. All right, give me. Uh, he's gonna move. He's gonna. He's gonna move up uh, thirty feet. Okay. And he sees them both. Mm-hmm. Oh, guys like to play games, huh? Well, he says one for combat, so once per round. So, alright. He's gonna uh, pull his hand through crawling chaos again. Go ahead, make the attack roll. He said it was a plus nine, plus right? Nine. Okay. Correct. Okay. Plus nine, just to make sure. Alright. 13 plus nine. 22. You hit both of them, and as soon as you throw that Annihilus orb. They just explode. The other two on the other side of the balcony, on the other balcony, look at each other. You want what's coming too? And he points at both of them. <laughs> There's no response from them. <laughs> oh, <you> motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, and you said, not nah, since I moved up, but you said they're 40 feet in the air? The other one, yeah, there's another pair 40 feet in the air. They're on balcony, technically, right? Yes. Okay. Uh... Oh, hold on a second. Let me read this weapon. Huh. I don't got time for this. Yeah. Holds out his hand. He holds out uh, his hands, and he summons uh, two Bevlovian hounds. Right. He says, "You got go stretch, go stretch them legs." You do realize you summon them within fifteen feet of you. Yeah. Yeah, they're forty feet in the air. You guys go crawl there, right? You summon them and they look at you, then they look at up at the wall, and then they look back at their paws. They don't have climbing capabilities. <laughs> we need a worker and then he's looking at both of them. <laughs> they look at you and then they like give that like head tilt that dogs do when they don't know what you're saying. Yeah, I was just summon them back. Moses hand. Alright, next time. <laughs> Uh, so I'm gonna save one of my, uh... You know what? Fuck. You know what? Fuck this. I'm gonna start climbing on that goddamn wall. <laughs> Fuck that. You ain't getting a little jump on me again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna climb on the wall. <laughs> okay, EG. <laughs> I was, I, was, I was gonna. You see, Jarvis like, um, you know, there's easier, you know, no, no, okay. Hey, you begin to climb. What? Do you have a climb speed or no? Ah, shit. What I look at? It would be on your uh, your sheet. If not, athletics roll. 
I don't know where I would find that. On, um, hold on. Climbing? I have regular walking. No. Okay, so if you hold have on. nothing that states about climbing speed, that that's. Oh, hold on. I see it. Uh, while climbing or swimming, each foot of movement costs one extra foot. Two extra. What the fuck? Okay, so what is your movement speed? Uh, moving or walking speed be forty. So your movement speed. Oh, is climbing. One. I see it. Climbing so, forty feet. Forty feet. Okay, but it takes an extra ten feet, right? So forty feet. You would just be able to make it up to them. Yeah. So you're gonna climb up, just up, just make it up to them. Yep. Okay, you do so. And how tall are they? About six feet. Yeah. Easy enough. He's gonna uh. He's gonna attack. Uh, can't attack both of them, but since he attack, extra attack, he'll attack with the uh, Lovium Greatsword. You did crawling chaos. Remember, crawling chaos counts as a magic spell. So what does that mean? Means you cannot do a actual like regular basic attack. Wait, what? Yeah, remember we talked about this last session. Crawling chaos is a, is treated as like a magic spell since it's arranged. So you either do a melee ability or you do crawling chaos. Oh, I can't use it right now. It's once per round. So you know right. what? <clears throat> Let's so just you use do melee. You already used your. What I'm saying is, you already used your attack action to do crawling chaos. Yeah. So you can't do another attack action because it's a spell. You can't just follow it up with a regular attack. Oh. Yes. I get it now. I get it. If it was ceaseless hunger, that's a different story because that's a physical melee ability. Gotcha. gotcha that's a different gotcha. story. This is a magic spell, so it'd be broken if you just do magic, 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 and then attack. I mean, I'd no, be okay no. with that. You would, but no. <laughs> so, what do you? You have your bonus action still. What would you like to do, good sir? All right. Uh, honestly, there's really not a whole lot to do with bonus action, so I would just pass. Okay. Uh, Darnum, your go. I'm gonna just look up at the two that as as I start. I mean, I could always just, and I'm gonna just use serpent's kiss. Okay. Now, would I be able to hit both of them with it, or am I only targeting one? Let me check serpent's kiss for a second. Um, I'm trying to remember if that's a melee or a range. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I shouldn't yeah, it's use a, that one. It's a melee. It's a melee ability, yeah. So, tight crawls, tight crawls recital is the, is the, is the, the ranged. The ranged. Yeah. Yes. So, I'll just use that instead. Okay, go ahead. Roll. Right. Let's see. Let's that. Not that it matters, because that's a 19 on a die, plus... That hits. It hits. <laughs> yeah. All right, so that's going to be intelligence score, So that'd be 43 points of damage. So as you see your first initial strike 
hit one of them, it explodes. And the concussive force strikes the other. It smacks against the wall. You hear a resounding snap and a crack. And then it falls limp on the floor. Combat is over. I'll just look at my back <clears> and just kind of like, yo. <laughs> I could have said. Oh, Valak, give me, give me a deck save, by the way, Valak. Okay. You have I advantage. Know, whatever happens, happens. What'd you get? <laughs> a natural one. Wait, did, wait, did you roll a You advantage? get. He doesn't get. Uh, I don't think he gets advantage. Oh, if it's long, I believe it's as long as something he, it's something he can see, he should get advantage. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you can see. So, get advantage, JB. Uh, Valak, go ahead. Oh, danger sense. Right. Yes, danger sense. Correct. Oh, thank God. That was a 16. Don't worry. It's nothing that's going to hurt you. It's all cosmetic. Uh, so, 19 if it's a dex. 19? Yeah. You manage to sidestep out of the way, dodging the explosion of vis- fishy-smelling viscera that just completely <laughs> wafts past you. You get a good smell of it, and it's like, Oh, like your stomach kind of roils and there's a, or churns, and then you, there's a moment where you kind of want to retch a little bit, but you hold it back. No, that's fucking nasty. I'll just yeah. look up at Valak. Like, yeah, I was trying to tell you, I could have just done that and saved you. That. <laughs> but in the distance, as combat has concluded, you do hear Jesus, and then in the distance, you just hear a cacophony of. Um, yeah, let's, let's. I'll just look over to Valak. Is there a way to keep going from up there? Otherwise, let's. let's... From what you can see, there's Valak. There's no way to go. Continue going from where you are up, but you can continue the path that you were following. Let's just continue the path. Whatever that is, I'm gonna deal with it. All right, let's uh, let's go. As you tr- continue forward, you hear the sound of drums being beaten. Boom, bada dum, boom, bada dum, boom. And as th- you hear the sounds of drums you see just lining the sea cave wall are just a series of these amphibious-like humanoid creatures, their eyes glowing in the dark, and there's just a straight shot. It's just a long, narrow corridor connecting... Uh, for open corridor. It's just a narrow, open corridor connecting ye- uh, from this area all the way to the next side of the penitentiary, almost like a bridge. And you just see them. One hurls a trident. It strikes the ground right before you, Darnum, missing you entirely, but still, nonetheless, coming quite close. You what is that you generally would like to do? All of these guys? There are numerous. We're talking uh, scores of them. All right, let's let's, let's just make it. Let's you let's can go fast. Let's yeah, just make a make dash it. for it. Yeah, let's make a break for it. Yeah. And you begin to run as you are running. What are your speeds, by the way, both of you? Your uh, dashing speeds. Thanks to your update. Mm-hmm. I'm currently at 85. Holy shit. Fuck. <laughs> this is nothing for Darnum. That's your regular speed or your dash speed? No, that's that's just my regular speed. So my dash, I jumped up to <laughs> one, 170. So you see Darnum in a single movement, right? Go 170 feet. He's almost at the end of this like 200 foot bridge of sorts connection. Uh, overpass, I should say, and just makes it 170 feet to the other side. Valak, what's your speed? Give me a second. <laughs> you, see, you see Ben Affleck telling me not to break the timeline. <clears throat> yeah, pretty much. And don't don't choke slam any women or throw chairs at them in Hawaii. I'm just saying, I can get to the West Coast right now. We can just be no. <laughs> I should make a question. Are you going to be traveling that speed even if Valak can't, or are you going to try to stick with him? What, what, what are you doing, Darnum? I I'll, say, I'll say I'm gonna like just, I'm gonna go into the full full sprint, 
Okay. And just, you know, we're trying to get out of there, so. Okay, so 170 feet. You're almost at the end. You see that there's only about 30 feet between you and Salvation, essentially. Uh, Valak, what about, what's your regular movement speed? Uh, 40. So you can, your dash is 80. You get about half the distance, roughly, as Darnum. I need both of you. Oh, actually, no. It's just going to be attack levels against you guys. Never mind. Not deck saves. My bad. Um, okay, so... Dirty 20 for you, Valak. Valak? Yes. That hits? Does Dirty 20 hit? Oh, uh, yeah. I only want to class 16. Okay. Three points of piercing damage. And Darnum, does a 16 hit? 16 misses. Okay. One trident whizzes right past you and just gets lost into the drink. Um, Your go, guys. I'm gonna, I guess I'm gonna finish making my way until I'm, until I'm free and clear with my regular movement. If you'll okay. allow Shaper, I can, mm-hmm. if there's anything I can do to help uh, help draw the ire away from Valak momentarily, maybe fire something off in the distance, catch her, catch her attention? Uh, it's up to you. Uh, what, what do you want to do? Well, I've got the Gravekeeper's, the Gravekeeper Shepherd I can fire. I'll okay. Just, I'll blast someone with that. Maybe whoever's gonna take another pot shot at, at Valak, I'll take, I'll, I'll fire at them before they Okay, so you're gonna hold it to see what happens to the person who's gonna try something at Valak? Yeah, and then I'll fire okay. at them first if I can. Okay. That's gonna be two of them aiming at Valak. So, oh. Uh, 11 and 16. Do either hit Valak? The 11 misses the. Uh. I think this yeah i mean if a 16 then there's technically the six that's your armor class yes okay darnum would you like to pop off to try to hit yeah. that person that looks like okay go ahead I'll, I'll take a shot at him with a 19 plus yeah, it's gonna be you hit yeah you hit you hit <laughs> and as you see darnum off on the side he summons the nature energy and just you see a green beam a viridian basically angel of sorts just strikes this creature it illuminates the wall and you just see more than like 30 to 40 of them all in this area that you couldn't tell before because it was just so dark and at such a distance and then it just gets splattered so the hit that the one that would have hit you valak does not hit you thanks to darnum um it is your go uh valak you're about 160 feet you have another uh you have another 40 feet before you're into safety so I'll I keep dashing, right? Okay, so you're going to use the next 40 feet that you have? Yeah. Okay, so using your next 40 feet, you're finally into safety. <sighs> and then you just hear in the distance, just... Just all of them communicating with one another in that same tongue. And then you just... Give me a perception of both of you. Ooh, okay. Ooh, Ooh that, was, that sucked. 11. 23? Yes. Darnum. The ground just... You see unsettling on the ground is a little bit of dirt. It kind of just rumbles just a little bit and stops. Rumbles a little bit and then stops. But is... But there's no sound associated with it. So you can assume that it's from some quite great distance from where you are. Oh, that can't be a good sign, but there's something... That's something off in the distance. Yeah, whatever it is, it's probably more than noisy motherfuckers. I swear to God, one more goddamn trident hits me. (laughs) (laughs) 
let, let's be honest though, like like <laughs> seven points of ten points of damage isn't really killing you, Valak. <laughs> no, it's not. He's just mad that they that you couldn't like come face to face and like you got to from a distance like a bitch. <laughs> well they, they saw you like you, you could splatter them in a single hit, so of course. <laughs> They're like, nah, we ain't going up to him. No, fuck that. We're doing we're taking our advantage. They're like, you good cuz <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, what is it that you gentlemen would like to do? Uh, you can pers- you can persist forward. Um, going forward seems to lead you to this winding staircase. It seems that goes downward. We'll go forward. Okay, let's press on. You press forward, and as you do so, um... now that's uh, I might have to go grab my stuff later, but uh, you press forward. And as you do so, you go down this winding staircase. The sounds of in the distance just drowning out entirely by the earth itself, or rather the stone surroundings. Um, As you reach the bottom, you see what looks like more cells. Only this time, around the walls seems to be this strange, gelatinous-like material, and in sporadically placed along the gel-like material are what look like large fish eggs. How big are these fish eggs? Each egg is roughly about uh, three and a half to four feet. Oh, okay. I was about to ask, is anything like the Seikam eggs? But now this is... No, they are much much larger. larger. Yes. This is quite a bit for eggs. Gonna, are they like slightly translucent where we can see inside? Yes, they actually, you can see kind of like a embryo of sorts in the middle, just like swimming around in this orange-esque amber-like gelatinous fluid. Oh. Embryonic fluid. Hmm. Well, I can see where they keep getting more of the, uh, get more of the guards, I can imagine. And how many of them are here? Uh, from what you could see, going down this corridor of roughly about another 45 to 50 feet, you see roughly about a dozen of them from where you are. You haven't journeyed forward into the into the hallway, but that's what you see. Hey, hey, hey Dodum, you want to uh, scramble them? You don't get it? I, no, I, I get it, but maybe now's not the time. We're going to be here for a while, but from the looks of it, just, just, scr- just scrambling these things. I'm about, to, I'm about to eat them. They keep messing with me like this. <laughs> you know what? I don't I don't even know what these are. I don't think they mind if I take one. Um, Maybe uh, how about we do that on the way back? <laughs> He's going to pick up one. You're lifting one off of the uh, <clears throat> off the gelatinous material. Yeah. Give me a. What would this be? I want to say maybe a, a, a dex roll of some kind to see how nimble you are in doing so. Okay. So give me treat it as like a dex save. Okay. So what's the? Uh... Am I doing the plus on the deck save? Yeah, you're plus, so whatever you roll plus whatever your deck save plus is. Okay, so three, so 13 total. 13. As you lift this thing up, 
it is a lot squishier than it appears to be, and your ha- fingers just sink into it. You see the embryonic, that amber colored of embryonic fluid just leak over your hands, and you begin to smell that fishy smell. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> Uh, he drops it. You drop it. As you drop it, splashing it on your feet, give me a dex save. Darnum, how close are you to him? Uh, I don't... Other, uh, I guess maybe like, I'll try and save within 30 feet of him. Okay, so if uh, you're not next to him, if you're not next to him, you don't have to worry about it, but dex save with advantage, JB, because you can clearly see this. That's better. That was better. 10. <laughs> 10? Uh, yeah. As you drop it, you, the egg splatters and you just get covered in this, like your chest and your lower body get covered in this fishy embryonic fluid smell. Ugh. Yeah, you stink. He's, uh, he's, she's trying to wipe off most of it, or any of it. That's, that's not <laughs> if, only, if only Ernie was here to do press the digitation. You do your best to clean it off. Give me a D100 roll. Uh, where's the... Yeah, there we go. Wow, that was bad. 17. 17? You do your best to try to clean it off, but it has kind of fused into your clothing, so you stink for quite a bit. Um, yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. Darnum, while, when you, you see this, what are you doing? I'm gonna just take a, just gonna take a wide breath. Like, you know what? This is kind of why I figured you might want to wait until we were done then you come back for it yeah <laughs> like you know it's like like man I'd love to help out but I I, I got nothing to, to clean, to clean that up for you can't really uh sorry dude it's gonna just gonna have to skip it that's alright I'll, I'll, I'll feel bad but I don't want to get close to him like mm, you know just ah I can't well you see I stink <laughs> I mean I don't, to, I don't have to say it <laughs> <laughs> I was, it's not a big deal. I smelled worse before. But not much. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, damn, darn him. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I told you not to grab the fish egg, but you, but you had to. I was curious. Do <laughs> <laughs> well, you imagine if we just splattered all these eggs right now? He's just thinking about it. Oh, as you, as you do enter into this chamber, by the way, this area... You do notice the cells are filled with a series, I should have said this earlier, a series of more of these eggs, as many as can be contained in these cells. Hmm. You know there's like a lot of them, right? Oh yeah. That's that's why we couldn't I figured we would be able to smash all of them. They then just again, ca- wait, wait, Don't you again. have like a thunder spell or something you could cast? I'm not a magic person <laughs> but I was going to say but, not. but considering considering <laughs> what, what we're doing dealing with these former champions who's to say these aren't this champion's forces wouldn't it make sense to keep these things around in case you know once we do we'll have we'll have a bunch of these guys to help us out uh, you're not wrong that's if uh, you know Shane like you know you know high headed I just saying 
I've dealt with some like some hot-headed uh, women before. <laughs> it's annoying. Oh, <laughs> well, we'll see. Judging from, and he looked. He takes out the journal. Judging from this, she she don't take crap. So we'll see. Uh, well, fingers fingers crossed. This will, this will be. This will be a walk in the park, essentially. <laughs> don't, yeah, let's keep going. Okay. You gentlemen continue forward down this long corridor. Not quite long corridor. This, the rest of this corridor, I should say. And as you do so, you come about this large chamber. Standing almost in a phalanx position on the right and the left are these two large... We're talking When I say large, Darnum and Valak, they're not quite as tall as you, Valak. They're about eight feet tall, so they're taller than you, Darnum hulking, very muscular, and phallic, they give you a run for your money when it comes to physicality. Amphibious-like creatures, but unlike before where there are these vestiges of some sort of um, other race of some kind, they are pure. And you see each of them are wielding what looks like a massive, like, hooked anchor of some kind. A four-pronged hooked anchor. They turn around to you and look at you as you enter the room. And at the center of the room, not the center of the room, but at the, in a centered position between them, all the way in the distance, probably another, probably 100 feet from where you are, is this large, matriarchal-looking figure whose tendrilled half seems to be fused into the wall. And you see just egg after egg being ejected and rolling out of its body. Or her body, I should say. And it turns and looks at you. And you see the others. And that is where we end ending tonight's session. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to an episode of Eternal Champions. I've been your shaper and host, Treasonous Truths. Joining me today, we have had Captain Darnam Han, played by our very own Dr. Vanish. Oh, have a good night, everybody. And just don't get any of that fish on you. <laughs> and also joining us tonight has been our hero of chaos, Valak, played by Daddy Sins. Have a good night, everybody. This was a fishy adventure, so join I us swear. next time <laughs> as you see this battle coming in an aquatic. I'm just done. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the puns, they won't I got nothing else to say. It's Morbid time. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> you didn't have to do that, Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking done professionally, bro. (laughs) If you enjoyed what you heard and would like to stay up to date with everything going on uh, Eternal Champions-wise or Neon Knights, uh, what I can say is be sure to follow us on Twitter at Neon Knights FM or Neon Knights Productions on Instagram or go and follow us and watch as well as like and subscribe uh, what we upload onto our YouTube uh, page at Neon Knights Productions as well. Uh, if the folks uh, would like to find you guys, and if you want to share, where can they find you, Darnum? Uh, you can find me, Doctor Vanish, on. Uh, wait, ooh, I, I do this all the time. How do I mess this up? It's gonna be Doctor Vanish on Instagram, Doctor underscore Vanish on Twitter. Uh, if for some reason you find me on Snapchat, I don't know how because I'm not there. But no, <laughs> <laughs> but I will be at some point, probably. I'll just just give. I'll I'll meet the demand if the 
suppliers. You know what I'm saying. Don't worry about it. If they build it, you will come. There. Yes. Yeah. Or All you right. can just wait until like midnight, and I'll just do that by myself. Anyway. <laughs> God damn. Uh, Daddy sins. Where can they find you? What the fuck? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were playing. So you you gave yourself a theme. <laughs> no, it was some fucking stupid ad background. Uh, you can find me at uh, at MySpace at DaddySins1776 on Twitter. Okay. And if you'd like to follow me, you can follow me at Trees and Truths on Twitter as well. Uh, and with that being said, until next time, folks, keep those dice rolling.